Welcome to the One Thing Global Leadership Summit podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel Lim, your host. Today, we are going to be discussing how prayer will help end Bible poverty. Hi, thank you for joining us on this podcast today. We're going to be discussing a very important topic to our generation that is ending Bible poverty. What do we mean by that? Many years ago, I discovered that there are thousands of languages in the world where people do not have a single word of Scripture in their own language. And that fact gripped my heart. It's a great sense of injustice. People say we should provide clean water. Yes, that's for biological life. You know, we should give uh, proper vaccine to the people and medical care. Yes, I say mm-hmm. yes, but that's still to sustain biological temporal life. Mm-hmm. But for eternal life, for eternal worship, we need the Word of God. And there are thousands of languages in the world that simply do not have access to a single word of eternal life. Mm-hmm. That sense of injustice just hit me so hard. And that was actually magnified when I met a group of uh, leaders from the seed company uh, many years ago, and one of them is Laura Gish. Mm-hmm. And what impresses uh, me about Laura was she was a young leader, but she was so passionate. You know, most young people are passionate about other justice causes, and she was passionate about ending this great injustice. So I have a privilege of having Laura joining us today live at the headquarters of the American Bible Society. Obviously, we're missing one of our friends, our co-workers, Solomon from the Seed Company. We, I will be having a dialogue with him very soon. And so today I have Laura with me. And Laura, as a young person and a young leader in the body of Christ, why do you choose that as your cause? There's so many justice causes out there. Why did this cause grip you? Yeah, great question. So when I first met Jesus on my own, it was in reading the Word of God. And Scripture gripped me and changed me, and it was a really formative part of my journey of faith in growing in relationship with Christ by being in the Word of God. And I just felt so alive when I would read Scripture for hours at night. And in that place, I was around 15, I felt so called to prayer and Bible ministry. And I remember journaling one night, like, my future is going to be in something like prayer and Bible ministry, and I don't know what that looks like yet. Mm. And and here I am, 15 years later, God has led me on this journey, mm. um, really bringing to my awareness the need mm. around the world. I had no idea at that time that there were so many people around the world mm. that didn't have access to God's Word. That's a foreign thought for most Westerners. Um, I didn't even know there was that many languages Most people spoken. have five copies of Bible in their <laughs> on house. On average, yeah. yes. On average, it's it's really crazy. Um, so we are Bible rich, but there are places around the world that don't have access. And and so when that became a reality and I learned that, um, my heart broke and God opened a door for me to learn about the need and step into a role where I could mobilize prayer mm-hmm. for that. It was this convergence of things I was most passionate about, like the Word of God and prayer. So seeing those things converge, to reach the ends of the earth 
was a dream come true for me. And I realized looking back, it was a dream that God put in my heart Mm -hmm. and he opened the door for that to be part of my journey. And um, it's really been incredible as you pray for the nations and as you, you recognize their hunger, it brings about even in my own life, a greater conviction. God, do I love your word that much? There's people that are risking their life to translate it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and they're giving everything for the sake of the word of God. Mm -hmm. And it really brings back the centrality of the word of God mm-hmm. and the importance of it in, in changing us and shaping us into the image of Christ. Wow. I got to sit on that a little bit and digest on the fact that uh, at 15, there was a visitation of the Holy Spirit in your life that awakened you. There are many 15 year olds out there today who are trying to find a sense of direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, the word of God is your answer. And, and in the Western world today, it's easy. You can go to a bookstore, Walmart, mm-hmm. to just pick up the Bible. Mm-hmm. But there are many 15 euros out there in many cultures and many languages that even if they go out there and pay a high price, they mm-hmm. could not get the Word of God in their own language right. that they can understand. Right. So we have the responsibility to pray and to labor. Mm-hmm. And Laura, you're aware that there are people working right now, thousands of people working around the world. And some of them in very dangerous places. Mm-hmm. And paying a high price to get the word to these people. Mm-hmm. How can we partner with these people who are on the front line? Mm-hmm. They're getting the word to these Bibleless people. Mm-hmm. How, how can we play a part in the comfort of our couch and our sofa and our air condition right. and be a part of that movement to end Bible poverty? Yes, absolutely. And we can all play a part in praying for this work. As you said, there are people serving on the front lines. Um, they, they face incredible odds. Just in the last week, it was brought to my attention in a very um, dangerous part of the world for Christians. Um, a translator lost his family because oh. he was translating scripture. And those that were persecuting this person, they, they cut off the fingers of one of the other translators so that it would stop them from translating scripture. Mm. Other people in this community said, we're dedicated to this work. Despite the opposition and persecution and the attacks against them, they said, we're, we're resolved in this. The word of God is worth it. The gospel is worth it. Mm. So those are the people that we want to pray for, protection, perseverance, courage. There's a number of resources and we can share those with you and the link in this podcast to find out ways to pray for these different ministries. There's a number of Bible agencies that we at American Bible Society and other agencies are partnered with. Like Seed Company. Like Seed Company, uh, Wycliffe. This is a part of a banner of agencies that have said in in one heart and one mind, we want to join arms together. It's truly a work of unity to say, we're going to share best practice of strategy and funding and prayer to see this happen. And there is a prayer movement undergirding this to pray until there are zero people without access to the scripture. Yes, and there's so many waiting, but we're watching an acceleration like never before. What used to take 30 years to translate is now taking a fraction of the time, a fraction of the cost because of the tools God has given us, the advances in technology and the unity of the body of Christ. This is truly a moment where we're seeing history in the making. So with prayer, with funding, with mobilization of volunteer, and and even giving of resource. If you have funding that you want to sow into to help end Bible poverty, just like ending any injustices on the earth, Mm -hmm. watch out for the link down there. 
and Laura will be helping us to post the relevant ring, uh, link to the, mm -hmm. all these sites. It's not just one organization. This is a movement, a multi-organization movement. So we're not promoting one person's agenda here, but our common goal is to see zero language yes. that, that, that is on that list of Bibleless people. Yes. But I'm still kind of stuck five minutes ago when you share about those people that were... Mm -hmm. uh, affected in that dangerous place. In mm -hmm. fact, earlier you casually share mm -hmm. that there are 30-something people who are still missing. They could have been kidnapped by the mm -hmm. people who are anti-word of God. Mm -hmm. And they could be in harm's way right now and our prayer could actually make a difference. Absolutely. Yes, we want to pray for them. Um, it's, it's a stunning example, but they're not the only ones like this where they faced incredible odds. Um, but the word of God is going out and our prayers are paving the way. I have a friend that planted churches in China and she was in jail many times for her faith. And one day she was so cold, she was freezing in prison. They didn't have any sort of heating system and the space was so confined. But one night uh, she heard people in English around her and she looked around, no one around her spoke English, she was confused, but all of a sudden she looked and her arms had steam, coming off her arms with steam. She felt a supernatural warmth. Literally That's a better year than later, a heating machine. Seriously, literally a year <laughs> later, she found out at that same time that that experience happened where she felt supernatural warmth in prison. The American church was praying for her. So They're the prayers English. was heard by she her heard supernaturally yes. as if there's no space yes. between them. No space or that time. is so remarkable. Yes. And I know that in this line of work, you cannot disclose mm -hmm. a lot of the location of mm -hmm. these people because you will put them in jeopardy, right. in security risk. Mm -hmm. But we want to pause for a moment right now, even though this podcast is not over, to pray for that group, mm -hmm. especially for that the group that's yes. missing right now. Yes. I think... I want to invite you right now as you're listening, join us, bow your head, close your eyes, join us or share this with somebody else to pray because there are multiple groups like this that's right now mm -hmm. needing our prayer and our prayer could change the trajectory yes. of their living or dying. Yes. Even though they're ready to place their life on the altar, but God has a purpose for some to leave and some to go and God knows. So Laura, would you lead us to pray for this group? I know you can't mention the name of the group, but we'll just pray by faith. Yes. We know who they are. Absolutely. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you go before us. Lord, we pray that you would go before these individuals that are missing right now, that we're serving you, they love you, and God, we cry out for their protection. We cry out that you would send your angels around them, Lord, to give them strength, Lord. We ask that you would thwart the plans of the enemy to hinder their work, to discourage them, God, to cause physical harm. Lord, we pray for their supernatural strength and their divine rescue. We ask that you would turn the hearts of those that are causing this, Lord, those that are persecuting them to be softened, God, that they might have a Saul to Paul experience where they encounter the blinding light of Jesus and see that you are the Son of God and they might turn from their ways. We ask out of this situation that the enemy is trying to bring great harm. You would work for the good, for the spread of the gospel. And we ask that these ones would be restored to their families, Lord, and that they might live and testify of your glory and your deliverance power. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Laura, last question. Very important one. Our dear friend Solomon at the Seed Company mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. and many others, mm -hmm. you join your hearts and hands together to do the Pray for Zero yes. uh, initiative. Tell us a little bit more how people can be involved in Pray for Zero. 
Pray for Zero is an incredible initiative and it just showcases the power of unity that we're seeing in the body of Christ. Um, Solomon has done an incredible job pioneering in this and it represents a number of Bible agencies, um, including Wycliffe, um, SIL, um, ABS, American Bible Society, where I am. And, and this is an amazing initiative and we can send a link as well in, in this podcast so you can so sign up link, to receive they can sign emails up. Yes, okay. and receive other communications to understand what God is doing in this this beautiful collective of agencies in prayer. Can they adopt a language to pray for for a year? You can adopt a language to pray for a year and receive communications quarterly on what is happening through this incredible initiative. And we celebrate that God is giving us the tools to to mobilize prayer like this. And the spirit of unity around this is stunning. We have a prayer call once a month with the leaders represented in Pray for Zero to agree before the Lord together that God might open doors for Bible translation, that God might bless the prayer partners that are joining us. We pray for those praying. So when you join this movement, you're joining genuinely a collective that's seeking the glory of God together across denominational lines, across organizational lines, with one voice and one heart. And it, to me, it's a picture of heaven on earth. And we celebrate that. And we think it's a work of the Spirit. And we would love to invite you to be a part of it. This is amazing. At the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, we are committed to pray for zero. Amen. So if you're a senior pastor of a church, a pastor of a church, a head of a ministry or a leader anywhere else, we encourage you to jump into this movement because one day there are going to be really zero languages on the earth mm-hmm. that is that's, does not have a single word of scripture in it. In other words, every word, every language of the world yes. will have scripture in it. And so by that time, you can't really jump in anymore because it is done. But right now, there is this last push. That's right. And we need everyone involved. And I want to challenge you as a leader of the body of Christ to join us for Pray for Zero at the International House of Prayer. We believe that the Word of God is so important mm-hmm. because we need to pray the Scripture and sing the Scripture. If there's no Word of God in that language, you know, we can't technically pray and sing the Word effectively so we need the word and we challenge you to join the pray for zero movement we have been with them for many years now so thank you for joining us today on this podcast stay tuned for the next one you might be hearing solomon's voice from texas and uh, we want to continue to partner with those that is on the front line of what god is doing on the earth thank you